it sucks that the only way that we find out about this was through social media for Twitter on play on the PlayStation Twitter account. Yeah, it was during their little event where they're announcing the PlayStation 5 stuff. Um, yeah, it came out of nowhere. So everybody was rushing. Everybody stopped what they were doing to to get one. And, it, and it's like, bro, you could have just mentioned this on your showcase, your big showcase that you showed to everybody. I mean, you could have like you already announced the date and announced the pricing. You could at least let everybody know, like Microsoft, like, hey, come to this certain day and get your pre-orders because I'm a Sony fan. I love PlayStation, but Microsoft handled it way much better than Sony. And they still had problems, too. And they still have problems. But at least it wasn't as crazy or as like as desperate to get a console. Like Microsoft at least let everybody know it's like, yeah, we're gonna stick with our plan. This is the day you have to come to get your pre-order. Yeah. Well, we're gonna go a little bit more on the social media aspect. Um, tell me what are your thoughts about that, about social media, the uses of <laughs> social media, because I I know you and you're not into social media and you hate it. You just have it just like whatever. But I want to mm -hmm. hear from your perspective and your view. What? How do you see this? How do you perceive it? And how careful should one be while using this? It's interesting. I am definitely not an expert in this area, right? So take what I say with a grain of salt. This is just my personal opinion. Right. Um, in general. And maybe it's because just I grew up in a different time, right? Yeah. Um, Somebody that grew up with social media is definitely going to see it differently than I did. Absolutely. Um, I think, yeah, I'm a, obviously I'm a big believer in tech. I love technology. I love computers. I love the internet. It's been incredible. All those have been a positive on humanity, a, a net positive, right? Overall. Mm. Now, social media, it's my opinion, that has been a net negative on humanity. Mm. So you can see I'm biased in this already. Um, I think it's a dangerous weapon and can be mm. very, very detrimental to somebody's mental health, somebody's life. And just overall, like humanity has not benefited from it as much as we like to believe we have. Obviously, there are some winners here, right? You have influencers that are tremendously winning. Right. So I know they're going to be biased and not think the same way I do. We have companies that are probably full of themselves. I think they're changing the world when they're probably making it worse. Um, but yet they're making millions and billions, so they have no incentive to stop. So that's where I stand. Yeah. Um, I have some social media. I try to keep it limited. The time yeah. is super limited. Um, I'm rarely there. I like to follow people that I'm interested in directly. It's not like us. Um, I don't try to follow everything and anything. Mm -hmm. It's only from what I see. If I see smart or interesting topics, that's where I'll, I'll tend to follow. Now, I'm with you on that because we, you and me, we both grew up in that same area and that same in those same years i mean we're four years apart but we still grew up in that you know like we don't believe much in social media we just happen to you know like grab it while we're still in its stage i think i grab it when social media started to blossom like it started to pick so i know that when do you think that is by 2007 yeah i was in I, i was in junior year in high school at that time. So that's when Facebook started. And then obviously when Facebook mm. started, it was an old domino. See, I, I wouldn't, I, Facebook started in 2004. So really? Yeah. 2003, 2004. It started way before that. What the, the turning point was, at least that's what I like to believe or that's from what I see. The turning point for social media was the iPhone. Mm. All of a sudden you have social media 24-7 wherever you go. Before it was limited mm. to your home computer. 
Now you have it in your pocket everywhere. So once the iPhone took off and once mobile, these smartphones took off, that's it. Social media won. Social media blew up. Interesting. And that was around 2007. Interesting. Now, here's the thing about that. Um, I didn't get a smartphone until late sophomore year, early year of college. That's when I got my first iPhone. And I basically inherited it from my dad. Like He's like, hey, I just got myself an iPhone 4. Do you want this free GS? Has 32 gigabytes. I don't know if that's helpful for you. It's like, shit, I'll take it. What? what? Free phone, man. Yeah, free phone. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. At all this time, I always had... Uh, I, I guess you I did have a smartphone, but it wasn't like what smartphone is today's world. I had a right. I usually had a berry. The Blackberry? Yeah. Always had the black. I always loved the Blackberry. I never I had a, it. I never had any issues with the Blackberry. I loved it. Loved it. Mm-hmm. I had an Android. I remember I did have an Android, but it wasn't it didn't have enough internet. I remember it was a Samsung something. I remember and I liked it. I had I liked it. I liked it. But it wasn't as uh as we call a smartphone in today's world in which you have all the apps. Like, um, I didn't have enough internet, so I couldn't go log into Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or any of that. It was like yeah. later when I got the iPhone, that's when I got all these social medias and I was able to see my all my social medias through the phone. I didn't have to go wait until home to get a computer and look what's going on on Facebook and Twitter. That's yep. that. See, I, I started it. I started it, but it wasn't until, you know, make college that I got the smartphones and all the apps inside, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like I said, Facebook has been around for a while. It had its own, it started off as school only, right? Yeah. You needed a, a email from a school to get in or college. As far as my understanding. Yeah. That's, that's how it all started. Like you had to be on school for somewhere or something to actually get this. And then lucky for them, the iPhone came out and they were able to open it up to everybody and they just blew up. And they and they and it seems like every all these companies you'd like to think they start off with good intentions, but their main motive is is money. Yeah, it's a, running nuts. Yeah, running like every second that you spent on something, that's already money going through them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's why um I wanted to talk to you about the social dilemma movie because mm-hmm. it everything that I learned, like I said to you, I know it was something that I know you were gonna enjoy watching it because it's definitely a great movie, and I. I said in the previous episode, if you guys are follow, listening to this, watch The Social Dilemma. You know, in a sense, make your eyes woke, you know, like open your third eye or something. But it's a great documentary movie. I had to watch it twice for me to grab the information all over because it was like there were certain it's things. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of information for me to take in. Even though there were some things that I was already on the uh, on the other side, like I agree, yeah, this is what's happening. But there was some other information I was trying to grasp. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, oh my god, this is go beyond for my understanding. This is go beyond for what I was, how it really was. But hearing it from tech guys that started so all these social medias, it's just like, wow. Now these are the guys that are telling us, be careful, stop. It's yeah. that should be an eye opener in that part because. Um, <clears throat> I guess a step back. Like this documentary is interesting. I had it on my radar for a while, especially in in circle of colleagues and friends. Who were like, "Yep, this is something we all knew. Mm-hmm. We knew this was going on, and that's why I try to limit myself practically to nothing. Limit the family or just help out whoever I can. Just be careful because I, I I know how the sausage was made, right? Yeah. Um, and look at these people who actually made it, and they're like, "Be careful." But yeah, this documentary is fascinating. 
um, it's very biased, just like I am on this topic. It's very biased. It's very one-sided. But a lot of it is true. So it's like, how do you, how do you balance something out where, where it's, it's, how do you stay objective on something that's mm. so specific and direct? It's like, shooting somebody is bad, mm. right? Like, how do you defend that? Unless there are some areas of, you know, self-defense. Mm. It's like, in, in general, it is bad. It's, it's a very thin line. So it's like, it's a fascinating topic we know how it's made i try to watch it i made the family watch it so they understand like look this is what's happening be careful i'm i'm glad you know that you had your whole family watching it you know because mm -hmm. as i was telling you uh, my girlfriend we were talking it's like you know this is like the type of stuff that we have to care for when we get kids of our home you know like look how it look how influent the kids in the in the documentary because obviously for those who hasn't watched it spoilers alert um yeah, it talks about all the stuff that's happening in the social media, but it also gives you like a little reenactment scenes mm -hmm. to where where this is going and how it's influencing everybody, which is was brilliant. I I like how they took that to to make you visually look what they're talking about. That was actually pretty good. And bro, the, like the whole putting all the phones in under one cup, and then the the daughter all of a sudden just smashes. Yeah, that wouldn't fly would be. Oh, 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 I <laughs> we was, grew up in a different era. Yeah, I get, again, we grew up in a different era. I, I guess it would be different. But in that case, I would just like, you know what? I'm not going to spank you because that's what I deserve. If I was in, if I was in her position and my mom will smack me in the ass. But in today's world, what I'm going to do is I'm going to disconnect every source of technology. In fact, you're not going to even live in an AC. In fact, get yourself a fan. <laughs> like being the Stone Age. Stone Age. Like, oh, oh you don't like it? Oh, why did you smash the phone? What was the whole need? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, so it's like, like I said, like uh, uh, some colleagues, and we were following this where we were pretty much talking about it afterwards. And even before this came out, like I worked with a lot of smart people, mm. um, and some of them younger than me, a lot younger than me. So they grew up with social media. Oh. So they know what's going on, yet they still use it. They're okay with it. So it's like, it's a different world. It's like where you were raised and grow up in a different environment. So you see it as a younger version will see it very, very nice or good or fun. Even though they know exactly what's going on because they're in the same field as me. I guess, yeah, that also falls into the age in which you grew up to. I guess like it's... They it grew up used to it, essentially. Yeah. I had the problems with social media. I really, it got to a point that it was becoming very toxic to myself. And I was having some sort of uh, small cases of depression. And because I think it was that instant gratification that you were trying to look for. And the dopamine when, hit. Uh-huh. The dopamine in your head. Exactly. And when you don't get it, then you still feel like, like mellow, gloomy, and just like empty. You know, empty like what's the whole point of this and it's a good thing that i snap out of it and realize all this stuff that was harming me mentally and it's very hard to realize that and it's very hard to snap out of it yeah it's extremely hard. Unle uh, yes unless somebody put it out to me because i kid you not nobody has ever pointed it out to me i had to do this on my own found out about myself like holy shit like social media is super toxic like i need to stop and at that point i decided like you know what I'm going to use social media to promote my business, my my music. That's it. I'm I'm going to stop 
like recording myself doing this, recording where I am, recording who who I'm with. Like I'm stopping that all together. And I did. I only use it just to put my music out. It's like, hey, new music out. Check it out on the link. That's it. That's it. Because I, 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 it was just so toxic to me. I call it the, the devil's work, you know? <laughs> You're feeding the machine by using it. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's just a. And it's one of those things that they were saying in the movies. It's like you created, you know, a tool. This is a tool. A tool is for you to use it. It's there and whatnot. But you're not supposed to let the tool use you. Mm-hmm. And then you're feeding into that tool. And now that tool started to create this sort of AI in which it started to learn. And before you know it, again, conspiracy theory talking me. <laughs> Make fun of me if you guys want to. But this could potentially lead to a Skynet situation. Well, at, at least um, I think the movie made fun of it or at least hinted at it. It's like it's, it's not yeah. coming. It's already here. It's just just covered in a social media facade. AI as portrayed in the movies is scary. I think so. I know some tech people don't. It can be scary. Um, But even we're still so far away, I think, from that type of AI. We're maybe closer to the baby version of that AI. But um, at least right now, we do have smart um, algorithms and, and, and software that can pretty predictably can be pretty accurate in its in its predictions, and that's 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 controlling everything right now. I mean, but it's a baby, baby, baby Skynet. Yeah, but I mean, it's still it's like it's predicting your future, in a sense. It it has. There have been stories where you have like say, and I'm I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm not 100 percent accurate in my retelling, but I've read a woman who didn't feel well, was Googling her symptoms and trying to figure out what was wrong. And the next day on Facebook, she was having ads for baby clothes, diapers, yeah, um, you know, formula. And then she's like, what the heck? Why am I seeing this? And Facebook knew she was pregnant before she did. Good God almighty. You see that? And then, and then sometimes it's, it, the, the algorithm and the system is right, but it messed up somebody's life where... Somehow, I forgot, I forgot the details how, but Facebook outed somebody for being gay and they were in the closet. They didn't want anybody to know. And that really oh. took a hit to them. Yeah, man. So like these systems are very, very delicate. See, that's why, that's why, okay. That's why I believe that Skynet, okay, it's coming because <laughs> AIs never stop learning. As a human, we can only learn a certain amount and a certain Time, you know, AIs will continue to learn even after we're gone. They'll no I mean, start learning. They, they over like AI is still hardware based, right? You still need some type of storage. So as soon as they start run out of storage, they'll stop learning. I, okay, yeah, I get yeah because at least our own storage is our own brain. You know, our yeah. brain can only hold as much, and we can probably continue on learning. There's no such thing as a human that never stopped learning. That like you can continue yeah, you learning. You can always learn. But AI's probably that's their limitation. Is like the hardware storage. It's like oh, I yeah, they have to for, they have to sacrifice something else to learn something. But that, even then, that's still very Hollywoody. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm very how do you say it? I'm like but I'm not so optimistic in AI, but I don't know anything about it. I know nothing. Yeah. I only know little just through movies like these, documentaries, and, and concepts here and there. I don't know much for me to talk about it. All I know is what I know, you know? But <laughs> I do know, I do know that it's like you said, that AIs are 
continue to learn and they're predicting your future. And I know there was a movie in which, you know, the AI knows that this could potentially, I, I think it was a Netflix movie, something like that. Mother, like mother or something. Like it was a, a, a robot raising a, a child, a baby girl and raising into adult and telling and learning and all that. Side. And all of a sudden this child, she thought she was the only species, the only human ever. All of a sudden, a human came out of nowhere. It's like, I need help. I need help. I need help. I haven't seen the movie, but I know this is the trailers for what I'm seeing. And it basically was telling the girl, was telling the humans, like, who are you? Like, what are you here? It's like, I'm a human. Like, what are you? You're a human too. Like, what the hell? So what are you doing here? What? It's like, oh, me and my mother, she raised me. I thought I was the only last human. It's like, the last human? What are you talking about? It's like, yeah. like oh, Sounds interesting. Yeah, I mean, because of Hollywood, it's 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 artificial intelligence has taken a meeting of its own i wouldn't even call it that it's probably it's relatively accurate to say machine learning nowadays that's the hype word um even that is just a series of if it's this do that if it's this do that if it's yeah. this do this yeah for like, those of you really- for those of you who don't know coding that's one of the main basic stuff that you learn through coding like you basically control flow yeah control flow you basically let let the program Tell, okay, do this. If it doesn't do this, then you got three other options. And whichever of these options happens, you go with that and execute the program. Yeah, that's very, very extremely high level. When I say machine learning, again, I don't know anything about it. I don't like AI. It's just Hollywood messed it up and confused everything. Not just Hollywood. All these, a lot of tech companies that try to sound all smart and intelligent, they they abuse the word in their marketing. So it means everything. Maybe, yeah, maybe. So I, I, it's like To me, it's like, a bunch of if statements here and there. See, at that at that point, I don't know much about it, and you will know, and you can actually tell me because this is like the type of stuff I would like to be informed and know, like, okay, what's really going on? You know, like I thought it was only all going Skynet type shit. That like, if we don't put a stop, you know, like they can end humanity itself. You know, no, I'm not so worried. I, I obviously, if there's some AI dangers for sure, absolutely. I'm not so optimistic about AI, but. I'm more, I'm worried some, you know, some country, any country can Mm -hmm. develop a sophisticated system that will almost seem like an AI, but it's not really, that's not a singularity. That's more realistic to me than Mm -hmm. an AI taking over the world. Well, the way I look at it, um, I I don't think I will, I'm saying it just to throw conspiracy free, but in realistically terms, the way I see it is like now that, you know, these algorithms are here, that they basically predict your future. I'm afraid that AI and its concept, you know, can predict your future and humans future. And, you know, that's where all these movies come. So I think it's because of that prediction. It's like, okay, if we don't put a stop to this, then humanity will die and (laughs) Earth will die. We, we need to have and, predictions like that. Even even without AI, we have predictions and models on the weather, climate change, pollution. But that's the thing. As, as as humans, we are stubborn to stop it. Exactly. We are. But the but then you got an AI robot who's not who doesn't know any feelings or not, and they're not stubborn enough. They just go and execute the program. It's like I need to stop this. It, this yeah, is for I, your own I, good. Yeah, it's like the whole iRobot type of thing. I mean, yeah. It's I think that's very far off. I mean, do already give citizenship to the first robot? Yeah, the robot. Robot, robot, quote unquote. But still, it's not that far from it. I mean, it's already like... I'd say far, far like from a machine knowing better and taking over the system. That's mm, okay. very far. I think that's very far off. But we, 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 have to, we have little to no incentive for that. We have more incentive for automation. 
absolutely automation automate everything but it's not going to be an intelligent being that takes over mm. there'll be a lot of automated robots in that sense where you can automate like they do now assembly lines or toll lanes like you don't need people's jobs unfortunately will take mm. a hit but a self-intelligent being that can do whatever it wants now that's that's very off that's interesting Again, my limited knowledge. I'm not an expert. <laughs> I am not an expert. I'm not predicting anything. You still got to be on the lookout. No, of course. But again, this is stuff that we should know that goes beyond for our, our understanding. We should be aware of this type of stuff, yep, you yep, know. Yep, and yep, I believe yep. the tech industry should be much more open forward and absolutely and be more aware to let people know. It's like, hey, I mean, it's cool to have Facebook, but just to let you know, this could happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and, and they don't have an incentive to do that, unfortunately. No, they, but- they might pretend to be like with their own fancy marketing and stuff like that. But like in the documentary, they had, the, I forgot what it's called, the Center for Humane Center. Technology. Yeah. Something like that. I forgot. I'm sorry. I, I forgot what it was too, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. You need organizations like that, that to tell people, to tell civilization, to tell society, hey, look, this is dangerous. We got to be careful. We can be, we can really hurt ourselves with this if we're not careful. We need centers like that to to show it, mm-hmm. to to show the dangers. Um, but even to that point where you wish the tech tech company would be more open, some are better than others for sure. And this this reminded me of a concept that we that the tech industry tries to push that everybody should learn coding. Everybody should learn coding. I heard that that was on Twitter, right? That learn to code? everywhere. Everybody mm-hmm. does it. Everybody does it. And it, and obviously, if you want to learn coding, man, go for it. You're gonna have so much fun. At least if it's for you. Mm-hmm. Now, I think technology, maybe coding, but definitely technology is going to become, or it should already, it should already have been done. Um, it should become a core subject in school. Mm. You know how we teach social studies, we teach civic, we teach math, we teach science. That should be one Technology part. has to be there. It has to be. Even if you don't want it in your field in the future, even if you don't want to be a coder, you don't want to be a computer engineer, Just- you don't want to. You need a basic understanding of technology to survive in society mm. going forward. If not, you're just going to be abused and you won't even know it. That's what's happening. A lot of these people are being abused and they don't even know it. If they had a fundamental understanding of the basics, mm-hmm. they can better observe things. Like it's just because, <clears throat> excuse me, they teach you math and science in school and how many people become mathematicians and scientists in the future? Very little. But because you have a basic understanding of how the world works, we can all be on the same page on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Technology took over the world. Software took over the world. We need a basic understanding to see how our society can survive. I guess like the the classes I remember back then, the computer classes. All the all the time I went to com- the computer lessons, like I barely learned shit. I barely yeah. learned other shit. I like all it was is like getting access to the internet or uh, typing without looking. All this. I was like, <laughs> dude, I already know this. Even at my home, home, even though we only have one computer in my house, I already knew this. Why am I continuing to learn this? Like, I'm not learning something new that I should be learning. And sometimes some of these professors don't even encourage students to to learn that type yeah. of stuff that they should learn. Like, See, that's even something else with school. School doesn't teach you how to learn. That's where, what it should do. It teaches you how to memorize. Mm, I 100% agree. <clears throat> that's a whole other subject, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think technology has to be a core subject going future, going to the future. Because like right now, the big debate is having software and computers manage our elections. Yeah. Who knows what are in those computers? We have to audit those systems. And now it's super easy to steal an election. 
I mean, look what happened. I mean, look what happened. Like, it's, it's, it's very unfortunate. Like politics aside, you believe in democracy, you want an open and fair election. Absolutely. Whether, regardless of whoever wins, like you always want to have a fair election. You always want to have a fair um, knowledge of like, okay, then if I'm using this, I can trust this. Like that's yeah. the part that you're supposed to trust this, but then it you know, backfires you. Exactly. Democracy is built on trust. Without trust, there's no democracy. Exactly. That's unfortunately on today's world what we're facing right now. And yeah. another thing I always want to, I don't know um, your case with your children, but I know with, uh, with my girlfriend, we have discussed like, you know, for my future children, I want them to learn uh, software. I want them to learn at least something in coding. If even the school <clears throat> doesn't teach them, at least I'll take a class with them and learn together you know just to encourage the kids but like i feel that's what's going to be in the future it's what they're going to be in the future is um they're going to require more people that to do more software stuff software developing software engineering software corporate i feel that that's going to be the future for us like they're going to hire more people that are into coding more people into software than they will do on somebody that um mm-hmm. that'll be like hiring people that does um for for doctors and whatnot, you know, they would rather have somebody that can actually execute a program in which they can perform two arms to perform a, a successful 100% or 99% accuracy of perform a surgery without any flaws, you know, because obviously yeah. ten, uh, technology may have its flaws, but it all boils down to human error. Mm-hmm. If we eliminate that human <clears throat> error on um, on the technology, at least we know that it was someone who was managed to develop this and managed to perform this successfully right. at a higher rate. I don't know if it, if it's on your case for your children, but I know for sure I want I want them to encourage them to to go through software for at least to have that background. Like in case they don't want to go, at least you know that you can actually mm-hmm. like apply there and have a good future. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, with my kids, I uh, definitely I showed them they know what I do. I try to give them tools and toys and programs so they can learn how to code. Um, and I tell them a hundred times, I don't care if you don't code in the future. I don't care if that's not what you want to do for your life that, or your career. That's totally fine. But like I said, the future, even today, I think the future is already here. That They, they, they should have I, better I understandings. So. They should have better understanding of how technology works and how the software works. Because mm-hmm. the software is a black box for a lot of people. And unfortunately, that's where you got to open it up. So that aside, I think that you need it. I think you do need a basic understanding of technology work. That aside, coding is fun. It, it, it helps you learn how to think. It helps you learn how to problem solve. It helps you learn how to critically think. Um, and that's just a basic necessity of life. So if that's all you take from it, then that's a net win. Mm. That's actually pretty good. Great, great way to uh, saying that, man. So, and I agree. Like, I want to. I want my teach. Even, just like you said, even if they don't want to, at least you have a basic understanding. You know. Yeah, and you learn how to think. That's that's that's. I want. I want to get yes. that out of it more. Yes. You learn how to think and problem solve. Yes. I want them to be encouraging themselves to do something that they want to do. Like, I want them to think. I want them to like analyze. I want them to be curious. Of mm-hmm. certain topics, I want them to be like, I want to go to school because I want to be this and I want to be this, you know. Yep, yep agreed. And then I'm telling you, if it's not here already, it's 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 already like the field. At least the career is always like uh, yeah. it's a new doctor, the new lawyer. It's like I want my son to be a doctor, I want my daughter to be a lawyer, I want my child to be a software engineer yeah. or whatever. It'll be there soon. Um, yeah, 
I'm not going to try to enforce them, but I will <coughs> definitely enforce them to like, at least learn this. At least yeah. you learn this. And if you feel like it's a better path for you. Go for it. Then you go for it because you already learned the basics. So, so now everything else should be easy for you to go, you know, at yeah. least have that. And, and you said, you said, you couldn't say it even better. The future is already here. It's gone to the point like, you know, back in the day, we had to go to McDonald's, for example, because that's the only one I could give you a perfect example. McDonald's, <laughs> we had to go inside the, the store and we had to talk to this cashier and order and then they'll bring us our food. Now, in certain McDonald's locations, now oh, we don't have to talk to the cashier anymore. Now yeah. we can go to the store. T- there's a touch screen in front of you. You basically do your order, pay it, and then basically take the number, and then that those persons from McDonald's will take the food for you. Or even better, yeah, you do it on your phone and they take it to your house. And that was the next step I was going to, you know, like <laughs> I was going to th- that part. It's like now, now you don't have to go. Now you can just order it for your phone, and that's it. And then yep. pay the extra fees for whatever you have to. But that's where we're yeah, in. That's where it's here. Like that's a, I think the documentary mentions it. Like technology is very cool, very progressive, very helpful. They even they called that example out. Like uh, you can order, you can get a car in two seconds in front of your house to take you wherever you want. Um, you can search for somebody that that needs an organ. It saves it's, lives. Yeah, it's it, it's a lot of net positive for technology in general. Mm-hmm. But just like any piece of technology, it can be weaponized against yep. us. So you gotta be careful. I agree. One last thing. Where do you think? We're heading on terms of technology. Yes, yes. I know it's a very touchy and if it's very broad question. It is. It is all that. But even on top of that, I mean, just this year alone, <laughs> freaking 2020 puts a, a pessimistic view on the future. <laughs> I mean, this is this was 2020. I hope I have my high hopes that 2021 will be a whole lot better. But let's say that we face another 2020 down the down the road, which it's not impossible. It is possible. Maybe it's not next year. Maybe it's not following or so. Or maybe it's not 10 years for now, but we may face it again. Yeah. So it's just right now, I'm a very pessimistic view on just, I guess, like these tech companies, man. I don't know. Maybe I've been burned by them so many times. I don't think it's a personal agenda <laughs> or vendetta, but um, yeah, man, we got to we gotta watch these tech companies. They, they, we keep, they keep telling us that they're going to police themselves. Mm. And time and time again, that hasn't happened. They're like, oops, sorry. We need more technology to fix this. Oh, but that messed up. Oh, but we need more technology to fix this. I'm like, that's, that's never going to work, man. They have no incentive to, to police themselves. They're going to spin it. They're going to PR it in any which way. I don't like regulation. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. In general, I know there's good regulation, but I tend to lean not as much. But when it comes to like dangerous weapons like this, we need some type of, we need society to come together on basic terms and principles and be like, these companies cannot do this, right? Because it's our society. We're in charge right. of it, the people. They, we're not, if we don't head in that direction, it, it can be a very scary place where we won't have any governments anymore. We'll just have Facebook and Amazon running the world. Jesus, and that's very much scary. And especially like in today's world with the whole cancel culture happening, like anything that you say or do can affect you and your future. Like it's ridiculous to the point, like look how many times, and, it's, and I do feel, want to point out and thank you for all the times that you were on my ass and telling me it's like yo gotta be careful what you write yo why are you saying such things on facebook anybody could see it at that point i didn't saw your point of view but now later down the road i can see why 
And since then, I've been deleting and raising. Not that I have said anything negative or bad, like over the line, but I had to be much more vigilant and careful for what I post and what I say because yeah. now anybody could get fired from your dream job could get fired all because you decided to say something 20 years ago. Yeah, know? not even not even fired, just like blacklisted completely or yeah. denied, denied altogether. Um, and I think that's the dangers of like we all do stupid shit when we're young. Yeah. We, we learn, learn from, from it. it. We learn from it. And like to be blasted across the country because of a stupid shit you did when you were 15, 20 years old. Now, if you're like 35 or 40 and, you're and still, still doing it, then that's a different story. That's a like, story. that's a different topic. That's like, all right, you deserve to be blacklisted. You deserve to be blacklisted because if anything, you didn't learn anything. But, and that's the, the case in sample of Roseanne. Everybody knew that Roseanne was kind of a, a racist person and, and they still went on to make the reboot. And then when she tweeted it out, it's like, you didn't learn from your mistakes. Yeah, yeah. If you don't learn, that's different. But And then and then it goes back to, okay, and then you got that example of Roseanne, and then you got that example with Kevin Hart. When he made that gay, transphobic uh, joke back in the day, eight years ago, ten years ago, about, you know, his son, like, if my son uh, start doing gay stuff, then, you know, I'm a smacking or, you know, blah, 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 blah. But that was a joke back in the day. It wasn't as sensitive. And even so, he did apologize. He did apologize about it. And yet, he still almost got blacklisted by the Oscars and say, like, all right, you need to apologize again. It's like, why should I apologize again? I already said, I'm sorry. I learned from it. This is stuff that we do. This is stuff that we do stupid shit. Everybody has done this You grow and learn. You grow and learn. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's tricky. It's a delicate subject because you don't know the people. You hope they learn. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Maybe they're just doing a PR stunt to pretend they learned. I don't know. Um, I do agree. Like Sometimes we react too fast and we judge the situation too fast without all the intel. Mm-hmm. And it can end up in an ugly situation. I agree. It's one of the things that I've said before. I'm very vocal about it. And this comes from uh, Charlemagne the God from The Breakfast Club. And he says, and I repeat that. Oh, I just take that message, repeat it on and relay it. Nobody cares about the truth when the lie is much more entertained. Yeah, for sure. It's like, even though you said it and everybody thinks that you're homophobic, and when you come out and say, no, I'm not homophobic. I said a joke. Like any other joke, I will joke about this race and this race and even my own race. And like, it's not homophobic. It's not really. I just made a joke. But no, but even so, you still tell the truth. Nobody cares. Yeah, they say um, the lie will will travel around the world like six times before the truth puts on its shoes. Yeah, just the lies spread faster. Mm-hmm. And then everybody will believe more in the lie, and they'll stick with the lie rather than you know actually make and the it, facts. And not even just that. That's a, I think that's a big problem with social media, right? When something yeah. goes viral, yeah. Um, oh, the lie. You repeat a lie enough, the misinformation will hide the truth. Regardless, even if you don't know it, even if you know it's a lie, you don't know the truth. So it covers up everything. It's very, very delicate. And I think that's why I go back to teaching technology because it helps you how to think and see through that crap. Yeah. At least it, you will hope so. Yeah, you will hope so. And again, that, it, it's, again I, I love watching documentaries with my girl, you know, and we watch another one. I'll get in case it's very like um, dramatic. I mean, not dramatic. It's like it's very sad how it all ended. I mean, it, it, I, I forgot it was the case of a certain wife that got killed by by allegedly by the husband um california oh, yeah. mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know if you saw it on hulu i haven't seen it but i heard about it oh it, you should watch it on hulu it's six episodes i think it's very good 
But I love the documentary itself that it doesn't give you a one-sided like, oh my God, yeah, the husband was guilty. Like, no, it it circles around all the information and the facts that happened and all this. And when you get to the end of the episode, at uh, the end of the documentary, you, you get yourself doubt. You doubt yourself. It's like, uh, I don't know if the husband actually did it. <laughs> that that that's the job of the documentary. I mean, that's the job of the documentary. But when you when they present you certain things, it makes you think over it. You know, it makes you think like, uh, mm-hmm. holy shit! Like, see the problem with documentaries in general. Like, yeah, I agree. They're very and they're entertaining. Hopefully, yes. they are. Um, yeah, hopefully, but- you learn something. At the end of the day, it's somebody's vision that they're trying to put out into yeah. the world. Hopefully, it, as much as they told you, what didn't they tell you? Mm, yeah, I agree. Like I, I know most of these documentaries are one sided, and I try to go to the ones that are like all open on both sides. Because, like I said before, like I want to learn what the Democrats are thinking. I want to learn what the Republicans are thinking. I want to see their point of views because I want to understand why they think in such way. And that's why I'm trying to. I look away on every my, my podcast or docs or anything. I try to look on everything that I see. I want to understand why this and why this. Why you think and try to and then I can actually make my own conclusion and see where I can actually fit into it and probably connect the dots into like why are we having this discussion? Why are we having this problem? Why did this happen? And you know, yeah, you hope so. You hope so. I mean, I, I feel that's like a better understanding. Uh, you're trying to understand a human. doesn't matter which side you are. You're trying to understand a human. <clears throat> and the way they portrayed on this documentary series, it's just that, yeah, again, it goes back to social media. Like, you know, everybody, you know, as, as soon as the, the police arrested the husband, everybody puts him, um, like, oh, he should burn in hell. Like, he should die. Commit for the crimes and everything. And what sucks about it is that the jurors were already convicted him before hearing the evidence. And generally, at least in theory, right, they don't they don't choose those type of jurors. No, no, they they, they say, try not to. They they try not to, but it took that it was said that they, it took them like months to actually select jurors and then have alternative jurors. And even so, when you see on the documentary, you see you talk every single juror. They had doubts because of the evidence were all circumstantial. It wasn't concrete. There wasn't right. enough proof of fact that he actually did it. And even so, the jurors already knew about it. And there were like two people that knew. It was like, I don't think he did it. And the rest was like, yeah, he did it. But they were already like convicted him before. And that's actually causes a problem. And yeah, it all, sure. and it's missing to proven guilty. And it was caused. They were, and they said in the South like it's because, you know, I saw it in the news. I saw it in the in Facebook and whatnot. And it's like, yeah. And that's another negative for social media, right? Where these problems always existed. Yeah. Uh, they always existed, but social media can spread the lie 10 times as fast. And if we're not careful, like we can live more of a, a world of lie. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have, if we don't agree on a basic understanding of truth and fact, mm-hmm. everything's just going to collapse. Yeah. Everything's going to be. We're going to go back to. Lords and warlords and, and sex, because every everybody's going to believe their own thing, and we won't be able to cooperate. And I think that's the main issue that we're facing in today's world. We're not learning how to cooperate. We're not learning how to understand each other, and that's why the compromise. Yeah, we comp. They don't compromise. The, the the nation itself is divided, and I'm just talking about based on the on the country that we both live in. I, 
It could be a different story on Canada. It could be a different story in Mexico. It could be a different story in Europe and in Asia. Like and from what I've seen, all these countries are facing similar problems. Mm. So it's not it's not exclusive to us. We're or us right. <laughs> the U.S. It's just U.S. is on a bigger stage. But I guess what I'm trying to get to is like it could be the the circuit. Yeah, other countries may be similar to what we're facing, but this maybe some of them could be much more different approach than what we're doing. You know, I mean, yeah, for sure. I don't yeah, know. I agree. May, I'm just right now talking, say like maybe there's other countries in the world that know that has a better understanding to humans, mm-hmm. not letting the machine control you and tell you it's like, oh, because I went on social media and saw that this guy did this. Like, I hate this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's very easy to be swayed or influenced in one yeah. direction. Yeah. And unfortunately, as us Americans, we're we're very heavily influenced by any of this. Like we we buy this crap very quickly. This is human nature. It's not exclusive to anything. It's just human nature is just okay. Like I said entertaining. It's entertaining. Yeah, it's entertaining. It, unfortunately, it sucks, man. So, but we're gonna wrap this up, man. Our final thoughts. Um, what do you? What are your final thoughts in all of this, man? Oh man. Um, oof, how do you say that? Uh, keep thinking. Keep keep learning. Stay curious. Stay hungry. Just definitely enjoy enjoy life be you the technology is a tool remember it's not, it's, it doesn't control you um one last thing a recommendation to what to do um what is your advice if you're going to give it to somebody what are the top three advice that you'll give to someone when they approach to technology itself or social media and how do you how do you perceive it even oh, though man. it could be a biased thing I'll admit it. I'm biased by about social media. I'm very, t- I t- I'm very open about telling everybody's like social media is the devil's work. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't care. And I'm not that big religious. I just say it because it's like the easiest way to describe it. Yeah, simplest analogy. Yeah, but what are free advice that you will give to someone when they want to get into the technology itself, into teching or learning something but, passionate? And then how do you proceed with social media? How do you approach it? The social media, right off the bat, I mean, I, I, avoid, I try to avoid it 99 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. If I am into it, it's only a subset of people that I'm interested in hearing from. Um, maybe it creates a bubble of sorts, but it's in a top in a, in a, in a learning environment, right? Um, it's very, very limited. It's just for me to learn. I want to get something out of it. I don't want to feed into a machine. Um, very, very time limited there. I mean, in, in terms of technology and maybe software development, as I can speak to that, it's uh, just always stay learning, always stay curious. Um, it's a fast moving field. So you always got to be on top of it. That doesn't mean you have to spend, you know, 40 hours a week working and then another 40 to 60 hours a week on your own project to prove your worth. No, not at all. Um, but it just a little project just to, to stimulate the mind, stay curious, stay learning. Um, always, always pushing yourself, right? You always want to be a better person. It's not just for your employer. It's for you, right? You want to grow. You want to be better. That's Hopefully very, that makes sense. Yeah, that's very good, man. Thank you very much. For, I mean, uh, the, I know you say yourself there's you don't yeah like you're very ahead of uh, like you don't like social media as much as I do um but if you have anything that people want to talk to you or hit you up for you know for any tech advice or any any other sorts like do you have any yeah, social media that they can hit you up Yeah as, as I say all that I do have a Twitter right um yeah. I have a Twitter account radioactive mm. um again it's very limited that that is definitely more focused towards game development um I follow a lot of game designers that I that I respect and admire. They're very smart, and I tend to put game stuff there. No, I really don't. I just like to follow. Okay, that's very good, man. Um, thank you very much for doing this episode with me. And it's actually a very eye opening. It's one of those episodes that I want to talk to somebody outside of my realm 
and see the similarities and let people learn that, you know, it goes all around, you know, this, whatever you do here, it could also affect you, you there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I love it. It was fun. Thank you for having me. It was a, a great time. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, Miguel, for coming in here. So, and thank you very much for all my listeners. If you're listening to this, remember every week it's a brand new episode with a brand new topic. So be sure to like and subscribe to you get your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. And of course, you can check my YouTube channel at LoneWolfPod.com. That's LoneWolfPod.com. All, you know all together okay so comment down below let me hear your experience share your experience let me hear your topics let me hear what you think about this if there's a certain topic you want to talk about that you want me to cover in the next episode if you have a question to miguel please le- feel free and let me know in the comments down below so thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys in the next episode.